dragon, so we back up in here. Spit fire from the back of your ears. Coming straight from the belly of the beast that's in the back of your ear. Whispering shit that's got you clapping your real This panic and fear is damaging. Radical stages of behavior. That's Welcome back to the podcast that likes to claim that it's the quickest, quickest reaction show to NXT UK. I've never actually gone online to check if that is accurate, uh, but I'm claiming it is true. I'm Carl West. I'll be hosting you through uh, this next hour or so of uh, of wonderful NXT UK coverage. I'm going to be joined today by Brent Carlwell. Brent's already on the line. Hello, Brent. Hey, what's up? Hey, so that's Brent. He's uh, full of energy because he's pretty psyched from what he just saw uh, on the show. I'm blown away. I'm, I'm <laughs> mind blown. I am appalled and disgusted and also elated all at the same time <laughs> <laughs> well we're gonna be here for a while then <laughs> <laughs> are you are you calling me long-winded <laughs> no no <at> all. <laughs> we've got to just get through all that range of emotions that you've uh, you've experienced coming off the back of this this episode and for that reason uh listeners we are going to flip things around we're going to talk about the main event first uh so uh just so brent can get it out of his system how he's feeling <laughs> This and then is we'll therapy. Get, uh, yeah, and then we'll uh, <laughs> once we've dealt with that, we'll uh, we'll fl- we'll go on through the rest of the show. I uh, just want to thank you all for hitting that download button or the play button, whatever it is on your app. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show on whichever app you're using. Uh, it helps us, and it helps you to know when we've got new episodes dropping. Uh, for a show that I swore would only be one show a week uh, with l- limited hassle, It'd just be NXT UK. We are certainly um, putting out a lot of content right now. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember the last time I just did one episode within seven days. <laughs> I can't. It's got to be. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to think that you ever did only do one episode in a week. I know. It's got to it's gotta be March. That must be, it must have been in March. I don't think there's been two episodes of this podcast in a row that have just been NXT UK. I can't. It all went. I mean, between your the two hundred five live specials, between the worlds collide episodes that you and I did, and all the other you know extra special stuff that you've done. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a, a bit crazy. Job. It is getting there, man. I need to start making money for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in case I lose my job for being so tired from doing these shows, uh, so we just uh, <laughs> we just it. yeah, it would be. Uh, we just launched a, a new uh, sort of spin-off um within if you hear my dog snoring by the way uh he's just sat right next to me uh, he's he's the uh the sort of second host of the show he's the mascot he's <laughs> he the is, universe he is. mascot uh, <laughs> uh, we just launched a another show called uh, the elite standard it uh, releases on the same feed as this one uh, on your podcast so if you subscribe to we are the universe you'll get every episode of that uh the Elite Standard is focused completely around All Elite Wrestling. So we just dropped the first episode a few days ago. We're looking back at All In from last year, the uh, historic show, which is put on by the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes, or Cody as he goes by now uh, on air. Uh, so we just dropped that with uh, Dean Riley and Stephen Keith. I've also um, we've already recorded, and it will be dropping very soon, our preview show for Double or Nothing, which is a... Well, I mean, I thought I used the word historic for all in. I don't know what word to use then for double or nothing. Going to be a huge show. So look for that in the next day or so. Uh, so we're dropping loads of content this week. And we will then follow that up with a reaction show on, uh, probably on, <laughs> on Monday. I think, I think the plan is that's going to drop on Monday. And then two days later, we'll be back with another NXT UK show. So you've got uh, one, two, three. You've got four podcasts dropping in the next seven days. And uh, I'm pretty sure my family are going to leave me. <laughs> 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 I think I'm really testing their limits now. <laughs> but uh, for as long as I'm allowed, I'll be here with you. Uh, it's when someone else is hosting an episode, that's when you've got to worry. That's when we know that we have to search for Kyle's body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we are the universe. We'll go on. It's fine. Uh, right. Uh, anyways, like I said, thank you for, um, thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe if you haven't. Please review us. R- rank us out of five. With a five would be ideal. Uh, but otherwise, that's the spiel over. Oh, apart from, I don't know if I've mentioned it on this show in particular, but we've done a soft launch of our website uh, that is now uh, sort of the, well, oh, we're, when we're it becomes. About this on air now. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we are, man. Yeah, we are the universe dot online. It is, uh, it's in the soft launch phase, I like to call it. Um, it, which is in the sense of there's, there's not regular content coming out of it just yet, uh, but there will be when we're in the sort of the hard launch phase. We are just um, playing around with it right now, uh, even with the, the layout and such and uh, the, the content and the 
kind of content we're putting out, the way we're writing some of it, we're playing around with it, but it's there for everyone to do. Uh, and I almost ha- I was almost forced into doing that because the website was sitting there, and obviously uh, contributors and Brent is one of them. Uh, he would cover in WCW uh, content for it, but the uh, it turns out people started finding the website already. I started getting people following the website. Oh, that's <laughs> and, amazing! <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't. Uh, I don't even know how, but <laughs> but um, it probably spam accounts or something. But I became very consciously aware that the site uh, was not in any way. Any shape or form ready to be used properly or viewed. So, <laughs> in a right. mad, in a mad dash, I got the design. I got the design that I was happy with, and uh, there's many. So, like, there's like drop-down menus on there right now, which don't go to anything, but they're sitting there ready for the content that's going to come. So, uh, please uh, visit the website again. It's wearetheuniverse.online. That will be the uh, the main hub for everything. We have written content on there. We're obviously going to push these podcasts. We're going to have more podcasts dropping uh, constantly. You don't have to listen to all of them. They might not all interest you, but there's, uh, you know, we've got uh, Ignorance is Not Bliss, which we just launched a few weeks ago, uh, which is about going back and looking at old great shows that uh, Stephen Keith missed in the 16 years that he uh, wasn't watching the product after he sort of uh, was phased out of it. And then we've got the AEW one, which I mentioned. This NXT UK one is our flagship mofo uh, of the whole thing. <laughs> This so, is uh, the brand. This, this is, why is the we're one. Here. Yeah, this uh, and that won't change. Uh, they'll certainly it'll certainly be a heavy focus on our website as well. But we, as I mentioned, we've got WCW content on there where there'll be a an ECW uh, section as well um, called Extreme Universe is the current name for that. And uh, yours, your WCW content is all under the banner. What's the? Tell us the banner name for that, please, Brent. It is WCW Nitrospective. Yeah, pr- like pretty play on cool. introspective. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's, it's very cool actually. Uh, Thank with you. its own with its own fancy logo and everything, uh, designed by a wonderful uh, graphic designer, Jacob. And it's occurred to me I have never found out Jacob's surname, so I probably should find that out. Uh, given that he does so much for me, we chat every day, <laughs> every single day uh, about graphic stuff, and it is it's becoming it's very much a one way relationship right now because I'm just taking and taking. And I don't seem to be doing a lot of giving. So, but Jacob just keeps giving. So it's he like... does, he does, uh, and he's he's a wonderful, wonderful person uh, to work with. So uh, you can follow him. Oh, he's got two accounts. He's at Pro Slayer and at the Vortex Arts. But I think the latter one maybe is Instagram. I'll find out before the time the show is over. Anyway, but follow him. Uh, he designed the uh, jacket. That uh, I was going to say Nixon Newell then uh, that Tegan <laughs> Knox uh, that Tegan Knox wore out uh, to uh, the May Young Classic last year. Uh, he does re- he does design other uh, wrestling gear. So uh, yeah, certainly someone to keep an eye on. Uh, so yeah, go go to the website, check it out. Loads of fun stuff to come on there, guys. It's it's about the it's not just about covering wrestling in the sense of review shows and stuff. We are we're going to be doing more than that. We're going to be. We're going to be looking into the, the lives of fans, you know, and I want to talk to graphic designers and, and uh, just hand-drawn artists because we get tagged in so much wonderful stuff on the at we are NXT UK Instagram account. And I want to talk to some of those people who are just so talented about, about what they love about wrestling and, and how they got into drawing. And I want to, uh, I want to see videos of people's, um, you know, collectibles, you know, their, their action figures or their belts. So uh, we're really going to, sink our teeth into what it's like to be a wrestling fan on the website so please keep an eye on it uh, it'll definitely be launching hard in the next uh, probably the next month or two once we're happy with it uh, but we'll be dropping content partly because i'm uh, i'm already paying for the website so we will <laughs> we will we will be dropping content because i don't want to i don't want to like just waste months and months of uh of financial um uh well financial losses <laughs> It's, it's a it's definitely going to be a really fun way to to celebrate wrestling together and and uh and once again in in keeping with the theme of the of the podcast we're going to be you know keeping it positive and talking about yeah. all the things we love about wrestling and why we are part of this incredible uh fandom for lack of a better word i don't know i mean you know we're all just a bunch of marks right <laughs> Mate, we absolutely are man and yeah positivity is key you won't see any uh, any negativity on there. And we did uh, actually uh, the last plug for it is uh, if you are interested in anything outside WWE, uh, Stephen Keith uh, happened to be at the WrestleGate Pro show on the weekend, which uh, probably no one in the world really knew about, uh, but all knew about after um, after Hangman Page showed up unannounced 
to take on Pac, otherwise known as Neville from uh, from WWE. Uh, it was a match that was meant to take place uh, in Las Vegas at uh, Double or Nothing this weekend. Uh, instead, took place in Nottingham in the UK, which <laughs> I've been to Nottingham. It's, it's a bit crazy that match took place there instead. And uh, uh, Stephen was there, so we got... Um, got a sort of breakdown from him and i've got a great video that we're going to drop soon as well of a, a promo that adam page dro- uh, made after after his match so obviously that that was a, just a massive show for the ramifications it had on all elite wrestling go go have a look at it we are the universe dot online right uh brent any any wrestling viewing this past week i i haven't watched money in the bank i'm assuming you did oh you haven't oh wow. no Brent, uh, yeah, Brent, no, I, definitely, I, I haven't. I, I'm just not watching main roster right now. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's time. I'm doing a lot of podcasts right now. I got to be honest. True. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on. I'm on air a lot, uh, and this is cutting into my time. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I always have. Uh, we always have a, a small group of people. There's about six of us that get together and watch all the takeovers together and all the pay per views together. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, we we watch Money in the Bank and. Uh, I thought it was a really fantastic show up until the last uh, 60 seconds-ish. Um, Mr. Lesnar. <laughs> I, yeah, wanted to throw my soul out of my own body. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, top, but, but, but top to almost bottom, a uh, really fun show, uh, really enjoyable. Um, and then the only other bit of wrestling that I caught since uh last wednesday was uh, uh just the most recent uh episode of impact and uh rosemary and sue young had a really cool uh they called it a demon collar match where they were they were chained together dog collar match style but they call it a demon collar match because of rosemary's demon uh gimmick which is awesome so uh but so that's what i've been uh that's what i've been up to lately uh this past week i was at uh, a wwe show on you Friday, were I was, yeah, yes. yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't dropped anything online really about that. But I took my three-year-old son to his first ever wrestling show. So and, did he love it? Uh, he did. Now it was a funny story. So just by chance, it was a Raw roster, which worked out perfectly uh, for for us because uh, he he's a big fan of Seth. Uh, he knows Roman. He didn't like Roman. <laughs> uh, in, even as a three-year-old, he only really came round to Roman after I explained that Roman had had to go to the hospital because he was sick, and then now he likes Roman. So just like <laughs> just like the WWE universe, <laughs> Roman wasn't over with him until he found out Roman was sick. Your and, three-year-old uh, has a shocking amount of empathy for being a three-year-old. I know, right? He's, that, uh, that's he, pretty awesome. We do always hear we do always hear that he's ahead of uh, ahead of his age. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, uh, so Seth was there. Uh, Roman was there as well. You know, people weren't too sure because he's still done this tour, I guess, with the Raw brand. But I think in the US now he must be touring with SmackDown by now. I would have thought. Um, he got to see Braun, who I wasn't really sure he's aware who Braun was, uh, but it turns out he has got a Braun mask, uh, like a cardboard cutout from a WWE Kids, the only WWE Kids magazine I ever bought for him. And uh, uh, so he knew Braun was, and he's now he's a massive mark for Braun. Uh, he. Uh, and he likes Becky because he likes Becky's uh, orange hair. Yes! So, uh, okay. Becky was there. I've just put a video on my Instagram today uh, of his reaction to Becky coming out. Now, this kid is three. Uh, and then, so when Becky's music hits, it was the opening match. It was a fatal four-way for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Tamina versus Lacey Evans versus, uh, oh, God, who else was in that match? Uh, Becky Lynch. I'll tell you who else was in it because I actually wrote it down. Uh, in in planning to do a full review, uh, which didn't actually uh, hasn't manifested itself uh, just yet. Uh, Only so many. Uh, Ruby Riot, Ruby Riot. I don't forget that. Yes, yeah, so ah, nice forward. Ruby. Yeah. When, Be- when Becky comes out, everyone everyone marks out, and my son does as well. And I managed to film it, and it's the most it's the cutest video I've ever seen. Oh, that's fantastic! Uh, I'm gonna watch that when we're done with this because I want to see it. He, he got into the. Uh, this, he, unfortunately, he fell asleep at the end of the second match, uh, which I can't blame him. It was the Singh brothers and uh, Jinder Mahal versus uh, Lucha House Party. <laughs> so <Get back>. he, fell, <laughs> he fell asleep. Bless him. He was only three. It was uh, at this point we were probably quarter past eight. Uh, he hadn't had a nap before joining me, which was. Uh, as soon as I realized he hadn't had a nap, I knew he wasn't going to be in it for the whole night. Uh, he then, but he did before falling asleep, ask me to wake him up uh, when Seth comes out. So I did that uh, on the main event, and oh my god, he just, he just loved it. He loved, yeah, he loved Braun, he loved, uh, he loved Seth, he loved, he loved Roman. 
he uh, he got to meet. Uh, oh gosh, he got to meet. <laughs> so I won tickets. I think I mentioned this last week. I won tickets to uh, yeah. go and meet Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan uh, before the show, and he was really excited about this, even to the point where there was only one other group in front of us, and he was like, "Daddy, hold me up, hold me up, so I can see the wrestlers." And uh, <laughs> but then the moment we got up there, <laughs> he tucked his head into my shoulder. Covered, covered his face he covered his face and I went over there and I was like he's a bit shy so I knew this was going to happen and fair play to Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. they were being great with him Liv Morgan in particular was being awesome with him and uh, trying to like get pull his little hand down she's like oh, I can see I can see an eye I can see an eye and she's calling him uh a handsome boy so yeah uh, oh that's so cute i know right <laughs> but, I, but all i could think when she said it was uh i think right Liv morgan thinks my son is a handsome boy she must like the genes that i've given him so by default Liv morgan must think that i'm handsome that's a little bit of mental gymnastics but i'm gonna let you have it i was there i was there <laughs> man. I, I, I left that conclusion no <laughs> uh, but they, they were really great we got like, the photo we got a photo with them and they do something different this time so when I met like Finn Balor and that, you just give them your phone and they take them maybe uh, either hold a burst when you pose or they take one or two pictures. Uh, this time you give them the phone, they're taking loads of pictures whilst you're just chatting to them. So I guess they're trying to get some candid ones, but unfortunately, oh, that's amazing. That's yeah, so but cool. I get, I guess because my son was being a pain in the ass, we didn't really get any good ones that way. Uh, when we did the pose one, I tried to get him to smile. He just covered his face more, and oh, um, so and so it's quite a funny photo because it is obviously me, Liv, and Ruby looking at the camera, but. Uh, but my son is just hiding away. It almost looks like he's crying, which he wasn't doing. He wasn't crying. He got so shy. And then, but now, like ever since then, he was so embarrassed about it though that he didn't look like now. On the day after and the day after that, he was like, he'd just be talking. He's like, "Daddy, show me the picture where I didn't smile." <laughs> and I show, I showed him. He just looks at it, sad. Oh, <laughs> it's tragic. Uh, but I'm keeping it. I got, uh, I got them to sign my uh, Evolution DVD. Uh, from the pay-per-view uh, last year. Yeah, uh, unfortunately for me, uh, Liv, Liv signed it uh, to Harrison, which is my son's name, uh, to Harrison, love Liv. Uh, so I'm now concerned that uh, Harrison's going to claim that in X amount of years as being his DVD because it's, it's now signed to him. Well, I think <laughs> I think that makes it his. <laughs> I, I know. As soon as I read what she wrote, I was like, oh, bugger. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy this one again. Uh, but uh, no, they were, they were great. They were great girls, to be fair, and the and the, sh- the show was good fun. I mean, look, it's main roster. Uh, I I don't talk about the main roster on the show too much because I don't watch a whole lot of the main roster anymore because uh, for time. I think WWE do put out great content on the shows I do watch. NXT 205, uh, NXT UK, The Worlds Collide. All that stuff is some of the best wrestling you can see on TV every week. Uh, but I don't have a whole lot of time for the main roster. But uh, I did enjoy seeing people. like I got to see Bobby Roode and actually listen to that music in uh, in an arena glorious which, oh i mean I, I think it's the first time i've seen him in an arena with that tune and oh my god i mean it's incredible isn't it like everyone pops for it even though he's a heel now and oh i'll tell you what him and uh, him and chad gable had a great match a great oh that's match. one thing that should be said like everybody on the main roster can go they're all just crazy crazy good and crazy talented and a lot of times the you know, the, the, the main roster TV gets a lot of crap from people online, but none of it has anything to do with the talent involved. Like, you know, all of these people, top to bottom, are fantastic at what they do. And sometimes those house shows are great for that because they'll just let everybody go out and just tear the house down. And it's oh, great. yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, they were left to kind of do it. The only uh, Elias was there, cut a great promo. Um rip it on on cardiff which was a city we were in uh, i imagine he probably cuts the same promo every night but changes the uh the name but i managed to record that uh so uh, i might drop it into uh, either this show or another show uh in the the near future just because uh once i rip the sound off it uh he had uh him and finn balor actually i think it was i think yeah it was for the intercontinental title it uh was probably the weakest match of the night if i'm honest i mean because there was just some fun Oh, no, actually, I'd give that to the Singh Brothers and Jinder versus Lucha House Party. But there was some really good wrestling on there. You know, the Fatal 4-Way for the women, I thought was great. And I was surprised at uh, how hard they were going, given they were only two days away from a pay-per-view, and, uh, which I guess is a whole other conversation because a lot of people think they shouldn't be wrestling as much <laughs> as they are. Uh, <laughs> I thought that the uh, the Robert Roode-Chad Gable match was potentially match of the night. 
Uh, I got to see Volta versus Pete Dunne. Uh, they had a title match. Uh, definitely, uh, Volta was the heel on that. Well, and, uh, so but let's, let's pretend I didn't see it, though, because uh, yeah, tonight's show... Yeah, Pete Dunne versus Walter. Yeah, you know what? Screw it. Let's get into it, because I just... Oh. Um, let's uh, just get into NXT. Let's just get into NXT UK. Let's just do it. Let's just go straight to the main should. event. We've been, we've been talking for a little bit, so I guess... We, we have, man. Should. I don't even... How long have we been chatting? Oh, we've been chatting for a while. Yeah. I always say we'll get straight into it. We never do. Let's do it. Let's, uh, that was a good segue for me to get into the, the main event there. So it was... Uh, Pete Dunne's got his rematch. He's been wanting it for, I guess, we're on about six weeks now, aren't we? Uh, since maybe seven... No, seven... I think it's the seventh episode since uh, TakeOver... Uh, take over New York. So uh, Pete Dunne's got his rematch against against Volta, uh, which I still I feel weird. My my missus came downstairs uh, as Volta was making his entrance, and he's just in the ring, and obviously he's got the belt, he's got the championship around his waist. And I said to her, she was leaving the room. I said, God, doesn't it? Do you feel weird seeing that that belt around Volta's waist? Like I, I can't get used to it. And she goes, No. <laughs> <laughs> she, she couldn't give. She couldn't give. A, couldn't give a crap. <laughs> well, I wrote down that. Uh, the the opposite kind of um, point that Pete Dunn looks weird without the title. Yeah, he does, point. doesn't he? I just, he does. I'm like, where's where's the championship? Like, I get he's not the champ, but why doesn't he have the belt still? <laughs> yeah, why isn't he? Why isn't he bought a replica? Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Hide it under his coat when he's in gorilla position. Yeah, <laughs> then so when he comes out. Yeah, just whip it out. Uh, just bite any belt. Buy, get a replica of one of the other ones. Get the old European title from the late 90s. Uh, I can't, man. Our truth has got that now. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, calling it, he's calling it the European Championship. <laughs> yeah. That he's running around <laughs> with. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, Our yeah, so... truth is wonderful, but... Okay, yeah. So NXT UK. NXT UK. We, oh God, I feel like we're going to go all over the place uh, this evening. Uh, so yeah, this was this was the match, man. Uh, they've been building it as the biggest match in NXT UK television history. That's a, I mean, that's, that is a big, that's a big claim. I think they claimed that the previous match was the biggest match in NXT UK history, uh, yeah. which uh, I will disagree with that, and I will always say that. Well, I guess NXT UK it might have been. But for the, like, the brand as a whole, I would have said that Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne, even going into it, was a, a more important match. But that's a, that's a whole other discussion. Uh, so, talking about the match, man, you were ready to pop when we started this call. So, um, talk to me. Well, okay. So, the match itself was probably, I mean, it, it probably was the best overall match in NXT UK TV history thus far whoa whoa i mean i i I, I mean i was i was i was biting on everything i was just i was over here just salivating just uh, there was just a a puddle of spit under the couch (laughs) but i was just like uh i mean they you know they it was I mean, it, it was up there. It was up there. I mean, I'd have to go back and be like, okay, was do I think it was as good as this match or as good as this match? Or was it my favorite versus some of my favorite matches that I, I love personally for reasons or whatever? But it was, yeah, I mean, but it was phenomenal. Um, I, I, mean, I mean, okay, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the ending that I've been like, oh my God, since, since we got on, on the call here. So, I mean, I don't know that we want to jump straight to the finish but well let's um, keep you away from that for 60 seconds let's just talk a little bit very quickly about the match uh it oh was yeah a... well, there's a i wrote down a ton of stuff i mean i i i love that walter's chop is so over that early in the match when he's went to swing for it and pete dunn ducked and backed into the corner it was like that looks intelligent and does not look cowardly well when i uh did the rea- the uh, live reaction show to this tapings with uh, Day Owen, uh, who was in uh, Glasgow for it. Uh, he we spoke about this match, uh, and he, without giving any spoilers away, uh, when describing the match compared to the takeover one, he said it was very much. Uh, it was both men knowing the the sort of the arsenal of the other of their opponent and knowing what moves were coming, and so they were like countering those moves with with new ones. And and he was absolutely right. He hit the nail on the head. You know, Pete Dunn was. They've been building up this idea that he's been trading and stuff. And yeah, Pete Dunne wasn't falling for some of the stuff that he did He did last time. And, and vice versa as well. Yeah. It must, it must be said. I, I kind of like that. 
I love that. I mean, that's that's the perfect thing to do in a in a rematch. It's it, it to show that you, you know, don't just go out and do the exact same things. You 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 know, you counter those things and you find new ways to uh, deliver a move or avoid a move or reverse a move. And 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 they did do that. And they had a, a bit of a different. Uh, the, the match felt a little bit different than the takeover one for that reason. Uh, when they were battling on the ropes and uh, you know and, and Pete Dunn kept going for the, the, the fingers and Walter kept countering normally with chops. He chopped the crap out of that ring post and I about died. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't. Uh, I, I loved when Walter was beckoning Pete Dunn to come at him and then he did and he just laid those forearms and the, the, the little, the, the little things. It's, it's always the little things with wrestling and Walter coming out with his, with his finger taped up. To, to counter, you know, what Pete Dunn loves to do with the joint manipulation. And then Pete Dunn unraveling the, the tape off of his hand. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Walter did like a, I, I don't know what the move is called, but it was kind of like an over, like, like it kind of started like how kind of like a rock bottom would. And then he just threw him overhead. It's like an overhead rock bottom type move. I don't know. I, I don't really remember seeing that before. And uh, that was awesome. The they went for the the uh, oh, he went for the splash and Pete Dunn sprung to his feet and cracked him in the head. The, they they did the power bomb thing off the top rope, but he, Pete Dunn reversed it into a hurricane run, and it was awesome and th- it was going so good. And then and then this finish. Oh my god! <laughs> take us through it, Brent. Let it out. Let it out. Pete Dunn had Walter right where he wanted him. And out came, I think, what was it? It was Fabian Eichner who came out first, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Fabian Eichner first. Who, and then pushes the bottom rope in the direction of Walter's foot so that he can get a rope break. And the referee sees this going on and goes, Hey, what the hell are you doing out here? And then Pete Dunn's distracted by all this. And then, wham, Marcel Bartel comes in with the belt shot. Oh, to the back of the head. To the back of the head. And then I was like, oh, no. I should have seen this coming. <laughs> I should have seen this coming, and I didn't. <laughs> and I was thinking. I was thinking throughout the match, like, okay. Okay, how are they going to work this? We know. I mean, Pete Dunne's not going to win the title back right away on TV. There's just... It's not going to happen. So what are they going to do? Are they going to go to like a double count out? Is there going to be shenanigans? Is there going to be a double pin? Like what, what kind of way, how are they going to get out of this basically? And it was this, and I should have seen it coming and I didn't, I saw something else coming in the show in a different match, but I didn't see this coming and I should have. Oh my God. We now have a second big heel power trio. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be said as well that, uh, yeah, we do, don't we? There's a lot of heels. Uh, It's probably the first time uh, that they've outright played uh, Volta as the heel, I think, Uh, now that he's he's seemingly a part of this group. Uh, Until now, he's sort of lived in that tweener status, probably probably because he was involved with Gallus, uh, sort of against Joe Coffey, wasn't he, Uh, with his debut and stuff. Uh, But he's definitely, we definitely have a heel champ. Again, for the first time since Pete Dunne initially won the championship uh, two years ago. God, it's oh. weird for me to even think of Pete Dunne as a heel. Yeah, that, I mean, that is gosh. the case. That I is how know. it was, wasn't it? I think he'd almost, uh, I think he'd almost done a, a sort of natural turn within about four months as, as champ, didn't he? Maybe six months. He he turned. He was tweener, then just yeah, biggest face on the brand. But uh, uh, I'll tell you what was interesting about the finish here. I would have thought that that was going to be a DQ finish. Uh, but uh, just to protect Pete, but they didn't. They still had. They still had Volta pin him, and uh, it felt weird. I still can't get used to Pete Dunne getting pinned. <laughs> it doesn't it's, it's happen, weird. does it? No, it's you know we just don't see it. And uh, so I was surprised. I was actually surprised that Volta still got the win um, by by pinfall. That, that did shock me. But yeah, I mean we've got we've got a big faction in play now. There's obvious and the fact that um, uh, Nigel McGuinness actually mentioned the history that's there. Between Volta and Marcel Bartel, uh, they obviously were part of Ring Camp outside of WWE. Uh, Fabian Eichner was not uh, a part of that, but they've been hinting at this, Brent, for a long time, man. I mean, in Blackpool, 
people thought it was a bit of fan service. But in, in the Blackpool episodes, there was a, I distinctly remember, this must be an episode like 27 or 28, there was a, a backstage promo where uh, European Union, if they're still even going by that name now, uh, were being interviewed uh, backstage. And then uh, Volta, I think after his first match, comes past and they try to speak to him and Volta doesn't say a word, he just walks on. And you're thinking, oh, it's a little bit of fan service. But there's been a hint since then. And even when, uh, you know, it's... Uh, Gosh, previously before takeover, the European Union saying they didn't really care about the match, about the the title match that was coming up. They, they don't care about a rematch, uh, but obviously they did. Like they, there's been hints. I think this is. I think this was always the end plan. I, I, think, I think, think you're right. I, I I think you're right. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, like you said, we're now presented with a another heel group, which uh, is interesting. I don't feel like Gallus should be breaking up at all, but I'll be curious to see what this means for Gallus. Uh, moving forward, I think I think yeah, Gallus who's got... going to be superior? You know, I mean, it, it's crazy to think. Or like, do you Gallus... keep them apart? Do you keep them apart for the, as long as you humanly can? Yes, and I think don't let anyone to... near each other. Yeah, not not at all, not at all. Keep them as far apart as you absolutely can. Now, I, obviously, you've, we've got British strong style there to to combat this group, but I think well, I was going to say that as well. We're going yeah. without without question this. Definitely must mean we're about to see a British strong style reunion. But then we need a we need another we need an, another fa- we need another face trio. So I think we should bring uh, Oni Larkin and uh, uh, Danny Birch over because I think that they I think those two would fit so much better on UK than American NXT. No, oh, it's been obvious since um, since Birch's first appearance on yeah. NXT so UK. So bring those two over yeah. to NXT UK and pair them up with literally anybody. Yeah, and and have another face trio, and then we can slowly build to a a big four way war between all of them, and it can be the entire paper. It'd be a whole takeover, just that match. And then well, War Games has been announced, man, for uh, this November. So maybe NXT UK will get a War Games match up there. That'd be pretty badass. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> it's uh, it's what it's curious in WWE that they do these uh three. They keep doing these three man teams now. It's like their thing. But I find it incredible that they have not introduced a trios championship, given how many trios trios they have. I wonder if that's going to end up being a thing. I mean, it's going to be coming. They have so many titles. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I'll tell. We won't stay on that for very long. But I'll tell you this: when when anyone complains about the amount of titles in WWE, I always point out that actually per brand, it's not many. And, right. they, and WWE do treat it as, and forget the wildcard stuff right now, but WWE do treat them, the brands, as their own little company, so to speak. They've got a yeah, world absolutely. title, they've got their mid-card title, they've got a women's title, they've got a tag title. And, uh, and yeah, okay, we've got women's tag, tag belts now, it's sort of clouded that issue crossing through brands. But there's only about four belts, maybe five per show. Correct. Uh, and then NXT, same, and NXT UK's got its three. So I, I never think of it as too many ty- too many. Um, Championships. When you see uh, some kind of nice Photoshop graphic where it shows all the champions, you do look at that and think, "Bloody hell, that is that's a bit of a piss take." <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but then uh, when but you it, consider how many how much show. talent they have, signed. yeah, and how, yeah, and how <laughs> much talent there. I mean, I, I have no issue with it. I mean, yeah, Trio's title will be great. So um, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to see from, hear from Pete Dunne next week. He ain't going to be happy that he's uh, he's lost this match, uh, particularly when he was potentially, we don't know for sure, but it looked like he had it in the bag. Uh, that was the longest anyone's, I think, stayed in that hold as well. Because normally it, it's, an, it's an instant tap-out. Instant. In, right away. Yeah. Yeah. Imme- immediately. immediately. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't even sell it. It's just like, oh, God, I'm dying, and they tap out. And yeah. so that, that was impressive for, for Walter to stay in that move as long as he did. And it, and, and doing it that way, too, is kind of cool for another kind of weird reason where uh i don't know like sometimes when there is a, a deliberate run out like that where it's something that was like deliberately like you know like in character pre-planned or whatever it it always kind of seems a little off to me in some ways because i'm like well why did you pick that particular time to go save your your friend but yeah in this particular case i think it was executed flawlessly because Pete Dunn had him in the hold that has beaten everybody. 
and that no one gets out of. And it was like, it, you can almost imagine that the group huddle before the match when no one was around was like, all right, guys, you know, all right, boys, I've got this. But if I happen to end up in that hold, come out and uh, get out take there. Care yeah. Of business. yeah. So, you know, in, in an, even like in uh, from like an in-character point of view, I think that that was done like really well. But, oh, my God, I can't believe – oh, I can't – I can't wait for next week. <laughs> I know, man. I, <laughs> I, I know what happens next. I love my wrestling when, it's, when it ends on a cliffhanger. I love my wrestling when it ends on a cliffhanger. That, that, that to me reminds me of when I was young, you exactly. know, and I used to watch it. You have a, there'd always be a cliffhanger closing out Raw. Or SmackDown oh, yeah. for the Alter for the following the attitude week. Era and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. That, that every week. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> and NXT, NXT does it for the most part. So does NXT UK really, and uh, two or five live dabbles with it. But uh, yeah, that's my kind of wrestling. Uh, right, we're going to move on because uh, we will be here for hours. Otherwise, uh, we're going to do things a little different, guys. We're going to run through the promos you now that we saw on the show because I, I I get as excited for what promos we're going to see each week as I do the matches because uh, they do they they don't just hit us with stand in front of a TV screen interviews uh, on this. There's always something different going on with the video packages and uh, interviews and such. Uh, so let, let's jump to uh, Nina Samuels is obviously involved in a bit of a rivalry with Tony Storm. Uh, she's really, really annoyed Tony Storm by making uh, some comments about Tony Storm's family. Uh, yeah, it's not a nice thing to do. You don't do that. You, know? you don't, and because uh, apparently it makes Tony go crazy as well. Uh, so Nina at this point is sat in, uh, I don't know what you call it, you know, like the director's chair, like the actor's chair, isn't it? With a name on the yeah, back, yeah, like of it. like you would sit in front of to like have your makeup done. Yeah, or yeah, lights yeah. on. She's got a load of congratulation cards there, and uh, she's really. I mean, that was hilarious. So, the card so, popped me. Oh, right, <laughs> she is so delusional as a character now. I find it hilarious. Like she believes it. The, the way they've taken this Nina Samuel show uh, just cracks me up. Like she believes that everything we're seeing really is a part of something called the Nina Samuel show, and she is the star. It's amazing. She's, everything I, she's doing is a big performance. Like in a way, her delivery almost sometimes comes off as a bit OTT, but actually, I love it. She's just like in her own crazy wacko world. I uh, love it. It's and- brilliant. I, I actually like uh, when this promo was over. I was actually like, wow, I'm I'm actually kind of bummed that the match is already next week because I would love to see this just build and build and build and build for a while. And and to have Nina like win another match or two and, and keep cutting these ridiculous promos. Uh I just want to see more of it before the payoff, because I definitely expect Tony to retain, but yeah. You know, like it's just they they've really roped me in with this one and I love it. I don't want it to end. <laughs> well, even even Nina says like um that she finds it brilliant that uh Tony was played so easily by her, by her star performance. Uh, that Tony has given Nina a title match when Nina hadn't even asked for one. <laughs> she's like, that's she's so like, great too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just was saying how she's just such, she's done such a good job of just winding Tony up that Tony has just given her this title match without Nina even revealing if that's what something she wanted. And um, I just thought it was all brilliant. And she called Tony. I think she, I think she called her a, a supported actor in the Nina Samuel show as well. So it was kind of like <laughs> she's just crazy. But uh, she is. I, but it's interesting what you said then about. You know, the fact it's going to come to an end next week. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you'd expect Tony to retain. So where, where does Nina Samuels go, though, with this great gimmick uh, that, we, that we're getting to? And I have a feeling they probably recorded a lot of these promos after they'd done the match. Uh, you know, they, they filmed this, like, what, uh, four, four or five weeks ago. Right. Uh, so I have a feeling that they could have been filming a lot of these segments since then at the PC Centre and stuff like that. So... They've struck gold with this now, and I almost don't want her to lose in, with the idea that it might discredit her, <laughs> her crazy I know. Uh, delusions. I, well, maybe because, uh, because we didn't get that DQ-type finish with Walter and Pete Dunn, we had a decisive pinfall. Maybe that kind of make, makes it okay for this match to have uh, like a BS finish next week. Yes. That would allow us to continue this a little bit. It's tough to say. I mean, you know, if they didn't think that this was going to catch on quite as much as it has, then they may have not had the foresight to make that decision. But yeah. I, I really, yeah, I, you don't want to discredit this character now because all of a sudden she's on a roll. So 
it would be nice to see her keep it up for a while. Plus, I don't. Uh, it doesn't really seem like there's anyone else right now who's like an immediate like challenger for Tony Storm. There's a lot of people with momentum, yeah. and a lot of people who would be it, uh, incredibly. It'd be incredibly valid for them to make uh, a claim for uh you know for a, a title shot, but no one's really in the conversation right now uh, or making a move or something to be in the, co- in the conversation. So, uh, so this could go another match or two before it has its conclusion, I guess. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that match next week. Uh, the, uh, another, uh, well, other champions next to UK are our tag team champions. Uh, the love these guys. <laughs> grizzled, grizzled, Young veterans, yes, uh, <laughs> Zach Gibson and James Drake, uh, once again being sort of cornered on their way through uh, coming into the building uh, by Radzi, uh, who Radzi's getting so good at these interviews now, isn't he? Uh, I feel but... like Radz just be like hanging out around every corner in the world, waiting to interview people. Like, yeah, I feel like well, I'm gonna walk out of my house, uh, go into that, get in my car, and there's gonna be Radzi waiting to interview me about something. Well, it, it does tie into what uh, how Gibson ends the promo uh, when he. Uh, when he's he's done with it, and he tells Radzi to go wait outside someone else's locker room for an interview, <laughs> you and, creep, and, yeah, and calls him a creep. <laughs> that's so funny. That? <laughs> I think that was the first time I remember hearing James Drake talk too. It was James Drake started this whole thing. Once Radzi yeah. goes to him, James Drake talks, and uh, uh, I was I was caught, and then he just does the angry face for the rest of the thing. But I was caught guy by that. But yeah, Radzi basically was trying to find out how uh, the grizzled young vets. Uh, felt about the fact that Mustache Mountain were, were now asking for their rematch uh, for the tag team championships because it's been, uh, gosh, we're on like four or five months now since since that match in uh, in Blackpool, uh, which seems crazy. That they've had I know, felt that I can't long believe already. that. Wow, but that was January. <laughs> yeah, January, yeah, middle of Jan. Uh, so Gibson just says, you know, they're the champs. Only they decide who they'll wrestle and when. No one, no one gets to call them out for a match. The fans um, don't make the matches. Yeah, <laughs> the way they say it as well is it like <laughs> they, is it like Johnny kick pads or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I love laughs> Zach, Gibson. Zach Gibson just comes out with whatever's in his head. I think it's uh, not a brilliant promo. I love him as love him as champs, but we do seem to be heading towards Mustache Mountain. Uh, versus uh, the Grizzling Veterans. The only uh, question I have about that, really, I don't think that's going to happen in any of these Glasgow episodes. I'd be surprised if we got it. We might get it, uh, but otherwise, they're going to be filming at download, uh, probably about six episodes again, and you've got to assume it would probably happen in that time. And I've always thought the belts would change hands if Mustache Mountain faced them again. And I can't see them changing the belts at download, given it would be the first time they would have swapped a title on uh, TV on weekly TV, uh, would they do it at an event Ooh. that might not be a wrestling-heavy crowd? I hadn't so, even thought about that. I considered the fact that that would have been the first that, yeah, we're still waiting for a title switch on regular TV. Yeah, we've seen, uh, we saw Rhea get crowned. Uh, but that's a bit yes, different. Yes, that's um, not a switch, though. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah I, mean, oh, I just don't know, yeah. How unless they can delay this by another three months or well, maybe yeah, maybe grizzled grizzled young veterans will make Mustache Mountain chase them, and maybe they'll like grant title matches to other teams, even though they're not Johnny Saint or or Sid, and they don't have the, you know, <laughs> they shouldn't be the ones determining that. But you know, they could maybe do a chasing them storyline somehow, and lead up to maybe finally they get the rematch at like the next NXT UK takeover if we ever get one. Well, or maybe um, um, or Summer, if they do SummerSlam. It take... yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever that uh, one's called. Um, uh, it's not Brooklyn this time, is it? Where is it? You're going to it, aren't you? Are you, are you going to that? Which, well, where are you going to go to a show? Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, we're going to go to take over Toronto. Oh, in, brilliant, yeah. The, the day before SummerSlam. So, uh, hopefully... Uh, yeah, so hopefully there's a, a lot of NXT UK going on uh, uh, during that time. I, I definitely, it, if I have a chance to see uh, NXT UK uh, TV tapings, I'm definitely going to be there. So, yeah, you maybe you can bring some life to the access crowd. <laughs> oh yeah, we're all taking yeah. our shoes off for Gibson. Yeah, there'll be one, yeah, one person chanting it. You'll know that's Brent. <laughs> now, I'll be, I'll be going around just ripping people's shoes off. I'm telling you. <laughs> So you'll get kicked out before, uh, yeah. before the show starts. Uh, I'll yeah. get kicked out before Mustache Mountain comes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we had a, an in-ring, uh, in-ring promo from Rhea Ripley. Who I God think was... herself has graced our TV screens. 
Yeah, she was injured was at this point as well, uh, I believe, which is why they're just sort of building up this match. I don't think she was a, uh, clear to wrestle. I could be wrong on that. We've still got three three episodes left. But uh, she came out looking very cash, but looking awesome uh, with it. Uh, she told, I love that when she told the crowd to shut up, they started chanting, you shut up, back at her. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you aren't a massive fan of the Glasgow crowd. Just and, I'm they're a, not, and I'm a they're gigantic not. fan of Rhea Ripley, yeah. so I was just laughing. <laughs> yeah, so talk us through this, man. I mean, obviously, she's got her eyes on Piper Niven. Uh, she's accused yeah. Piper of being uh, obsessed with her. My notes like for this promo were Rhea Ripley, uh, and that took up like four lines of my notebook paper. Uh, <laughs> I said, best promo. I said, I love her. I said, I want to see Rhea beat Piper in Scotland. Wow. Um, <laughs> Wow, well, that would get some heat, man. That would get yeah, some I, heat. I know, I know. I well, you know what? Forget it. They, you know, the crowd started this. I'm gonna finish it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, I I thought it was great though. Yeah, she uh, just kind of seemed to be completely uh, degrading the crowd and downplaying the people and just being a, a really phenomenal heel as she is. Uh, God, just Rhea Ripley's another one who is just dripping in charisma. Who is just you know can carry a feud is an absolute superstar. She's a future legend. She is a future hall of famer. She is going to be one of the greatest of all time. When all is said and done, I have, I will never run out of great things to say about Rhea Ripley. She's so talented and just has such a great look. This promo, it got me pumped. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this match. I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm ready for it. And I'm just excited to watch them beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope when it happens, it gets the, the main event spot. I hope on so, show too. And gets a good 15 minutes. just for, yeah, to, give, uh, to give Piper Niven an opportunity as well to show what she can do. Because she's been in some shorter matches. Uh, she has, and appeared. her matches have been, like, very... It's like her her opponents tend to get the better of her for a, a lot of them, and it's yeah, been yeah. really surprising me. In the real Speaking... story, really, of her, of her WWE career so far, since so she's gone uh, since she's come to NXT UK. Yeah, she's just been getting dominated, and then has been getting the win out of nowhere, which is a weird way to portray someone who's calling herself the dominant force. Right, you would think NXT she would just UK. be killing people. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's not been that way, so. Uh, I don't know. It, I'm sure the match will be great. You know, they're both phenomenal, so it'll be wonderful either way. But yeah. I, I know who I'll be pulling for when it comes. So, speaking <laughs> of wonderful, uh, the uh, the final promo bit we got uh, or backstage uh, segment was a uh, Cassius Ono <laughs> just walking through the walking through the corridor, happens to wander past the cameraman, uh, and then comes back to him, and he's like, oh. It, Hey there, Mr. Camera Guy. Uh, <laughs> come with me. Uh, so he takes him uh, uh, to Johnny Saint's office, uh, where Johnny Saint is not there. So he, Johnny, Johnny Saint, has, Saint just doesn't go to work. Anymore. Yeah, Johnny Saint has a job where he has to just be there for one hour a week, <laughs> and he, he is not showing up for work. And I don't know if anyone knows this. So someone, uh, someone tweets, <laughs> someone tweets at Triple H. Let him know we've got a bit of an issue with the boss man over in the UK. He's uh, it's, it's chaotic over there. He's left everything to Sid Scala, and I'm not sure how successful that will be. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so they go into the office. Sid Scala's there. Uh, this is following from last week where Cassius Ono expressed some uh, disappointment and anger that he was not in the uh, was not in considerate consideration for the uh, the qualifying matches for the fatal four way that will take place. I think in two weeks now. Uh, I've made a note of it somewhere, but take place in two weeks uh, to, term- to determine a number one contender for the uh, United Kingdom Championship. I assumed from that last week that he was then going to get a spot in the uh, in the last qualifier. I thought uh, so too. Yeah, but he didn't. Huh. Uh, yeah, so when Travis Banks came out at the start, I thought, well, this must be it. And then uh, and then Joseph Connor's music hit instead, but that uh, surprised me. But uh, yeah, so um, at this point, Siskala says he has got good news for Cassius. Um Next week, uh, Cash will, make his, will have a match with uh, Gentleman Jack Gallagher. who will be making his NXT UK debut uh, after appearing amongst the roster, so to speak, for NXT UK at the end of the Royal Albert Hall show. So I'd always assumed that Gallagher was going to be on NXT UK, but it's not worked out that way. But uh, Cash 
was happy about this. Uh, that match will take place next week. Is this a match you're going to be excited to see? Definitely. Uh, I'm, I like both of these two a lot. I think Jack Gallagher is criminally underrated. He's a great performer, great in-ring. Uh, I love his whole character. Uh, and Cassius Ono is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, always a good match. You know, I never disappointed when watching him, and he's also hilarious in, in his uh, in his promos and whatnot. This whole thing he's got going with Sid, I I want to see this every week. I just, you know, whether he's wrestling on the show or not, I just want him invading Sid's life and, uh, you know, just messing with him and causing him to almost uh, crack up on camera. I just, I love it. It's, it's brutally entertaining. And I'm, I'm definitely a, looking he's... forward to the match. So I'm, I'm, I was a bit surprised though that Cassiusono was satisfied with that because it's like, Hey, you didn't get a spot in the uh, little mini tournament for number one contender, but here's Jack Gallagher. Uh, seems like, I mean, it's like, you know, which not to, say anything you know not trying to put down jack gallagher or anything but like you know that's not a that's not a number one contender opportunity so uh but he seemed perfectly content with that uh i guess it's just gonna play into the whole cassius ono showing the british how to wrestle the british style <laughs> yeah exactly yeah because he, he's the only one who knows right do it yeah um, well let's let's talk about the uh the final qualifier match and people yeah. who deserve a spot uh, Travis Banks versus Joseph Connors. Uh, first question, and this isn't a slight because I think Joseph Connors is great, but based on, uh, I guess, win-losses and such like, why was Joseph Connors in this match? I could not tell you. Because um, he lost against, uh, his last big match was against Liguero. He lost that. Uh, he's yeah. had no significant win under him. And it does make you start thinking, well, why have Cassius Ono's had some big wins? Uh, why wasn't he in the uh, in the match? Yeah, from a from a like lo- like a legit booking point of view, you would think it would have been Travis Banks and Cassius Ono right here. I I was a little surprised at that as well, and it also I mean, aside from the fact that we needed another face in the Fatal Four Way, when it was ended up being Joseph Connors, I was kind of like, okay, Travis Banks is winning. I mean, it was kind of like. I'm like, this is basically guaranteed unless they really throw a big swerve at us here. Yeah, they yeah, so. they didn't. Uh, it was a good match, though. I really enjoyed this match. Yeah, I thought this was a very good match. And uh, Yeah, Connors uh, is really good. They just haven't given him much to, you know, write home about yet as far as wins are concerned. But Well, Vic Joseph and Nigel McGuinness mentioned this uh, on the commentary. They point out that, uh, uh, they pointed out, in fact, McGuinness pointed out that Connors was Michael Cole's pick. For the uh, inaugural United Kingdom Championship, uh, I think you only got as far as the second round in that, though, uh, or quarterfinals, I think, it was, as they called it. Um, and they talk about how his WWE career hasn't really gone how anyone expected, really, and he hasn't really achieved the the heights that many thought he would. Which I thought was interesting. To they're obviously going to use that as a a point of his um, sort of development now as we move as we move forward. Uh, any thoughts on the match itself before before the, the finish they did? Oh, uh, you know, I I enjoyed it. It was uh, a little methodical to start, and then they kind of were building and building and building it. And um, the longer it went on, the more I was getting into it. So, uh, you know, it was it was definitely a solid match. Uh, uh, I guess uh, the um, well, I guess this kind of goes into the this all kind of played into the finish, I guess, but there was a few particular moves that uh, I was really into uh, that, uh, well, that, that uh, when Connors hit that slingshot bulldog and then followed up with that sunset flip buckle bomb, that was awesome. <laughs> Connors is really good, man. Like he, yeah. is, he is very good. He's not at the, he's not at the spotlight on him yet, but that guy can go. Yeah. And that, those were two really cool, really innovative moves uh, that I don't remember seeing before. And uh, as you said before, to reiterate, that's the British way, man. The British style. Change the game. Innovate. Yeah. yeah. And, and th- this is why I love this brand so much. 
every week I see something I've never seen before. And well, it's because was... it's because they got Cassius Ono over there. He's them coaching the them at British... the PC. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, the performance center. He's, he's teaching them the British moves. Exactly. He's teaching them the British moves. Yeah. <laughs> so Travis yeah. Banks did win this match uh, with a Kiwi Crusher. He goes through into the Fatal 4-Way, which, yes, is in two weeks. I'm looking forward to that. It's the first Fatal 4-Way uh, since NXT uh, became a weekly television show. Uh, so, I yeah, really, that, really slight. I mean, uh, that is going to be... Well, we've got Joe Coffey versus Dave Mastiff. Versus Travis Banks versus Jordan uh, Devlin. Jordan Devlin. Oh God! I mean, what a odd lineup, but exciting yeah. lineup. It's a and it's a. Uh, we got a representative from four different countries in this one. <laughs> we got uh, Joe Coffey from Scotland, Dave Mastiff from England, Jordan Devlin from Ireland, and Travis Banks from. Uh, 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 New Zealand. Zealand yeah. Wow! Yeah, yeah. That's, uh... so it's a very international flair. Yeah. Wow, very observant like of you. <laughs> um, and then there was uh, one other match on the card. This was the last one we discussed. Uh, it was Mark Andrews versus Noam Dar. This is obviously a rematch from the match they had almost two months ago, uh, which unfortunately was cut short after Noam Dar uh, injured himself again uh, in his knee. Thankfully, it wasn't serious. And he was back wrestling quite quick, but nature of multiple episodes being taped at these tapings, uh, we haven't seen him on TV for ages because we've been getting through a load of other episodes um, previously. Uh, but he's back and fit. We had a little recap before of the match and the injuries that were suffered by both of them. Uh, but, I mean, it's safe to say this this match kind of started as a fun sort of exhibition between oh two, God, yeah. two baby faces. <laughs> I mean, both oh. men started this match as baby faces, which I hated because uh, I was loving what Noam was doing as a heel in NXT UK. And it was only it only lasted about two weeks <laughs> before his injury, uh, but I I was gutted that he's come back as a face uh, a week before last. But I figured well... as well it was like the Glasgow crowd are going to treat him as one anyway, you know. So, um, but yeah, it started off as like a fun exhibition between them both, and um, they were just well, going two hundred miles an hour. I didn't even I couldn't even write anything down because I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like wow, guys, that was amazing. I mean these two are both just such phenomenal athletes and uh, they were just, they were really just showing off. <laughs> uh, it didn't even look hard for him, did it? Not they at like, all. It was effortless. It was like, Oh, this is yeah. just what we do. Like we're yeah. not even paying attention right now. Just whatever. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Like, and you know, I, uh, I love Mark Andrews. I, I really, I, I really want uh, SWS to be uh, um, up there in that tag team championship conversation. Yeah. But it seems like they're kind of cooling off on that a little bit for right now, but maybe they'll get back into it soon. I hope so. Yeah, definitely. They'll give uh, Flash Morgan Webster something to do on a regular basis uh, as well. Uh, let's, let's go to the finish on this match. I it saw was, um... this coming kilometers away. Well, yeah, I mean, basically, <laughs> to paint the picture. It was picture, so good, though. It was good. It, it was, was done good. well. Yeah. To, uh, to paint the picture, Noam Dar um, goes down with a knee injury. Uh, they're, t- they're playing playing on what happened last time, uh, except on this occasion, uh, he's saying he can't compete anymore. And him and, uh, him and uh, Mark Andrews are in a very sort of uh, nice conversation, I think, between them about, you know, can he continue? No, okay, right, that's fine, man. We're, we're best buddies now, so let's finish the match. That's fine. Referee's going to go finish the match. Uh, and then uh, soon, as soon as Mark Andrews turns his back, Noam Dar is on his feet and wiping him out. And then getting the win. So yep. They've uh, unfortunately because they were in Glasgow, uh, the crowd cheered this heel turn, but it was definitely a heel turn from the way the announcers were treating Noam uh, with some of the lines they came out with. So I'm glad they fixed that because I know that he naturally came back as a face because he'd had a gr- that great match and then uh, that injury that people thought was going to keep him out for like nine months. Um, and that'll and when, always yeah, when you... get you a face reaction when you come back. You know? Exactly, and uh, you know, and it's doing it in his in his home country as well. So I, I was very, um, I was very happy to see them reset that and put him back in his heel ways. Me too. The uh, crowd's ruining the whole thing. <laughs> like your your hate for the crowd continues, man. I just well, I mean, I feel like Gnome Dar could have ran him over with a car and they would have cheered just because he's from Scotland. I'm like, God, <laughs> like, what, what do the heels have to do to get over as heels in front of this crowd? Jeez. It's, I am it's, with you, man. Like, I always generally prefer the heel characters. Uh, but 
you have a, a role to play when you're a wrestling fan, and particularly when you're at a live show, and that is cheer the faces and boo the heels. I mean, right, yeah, it's, it's you know, I feel like that's, with the exception, I feel like it's okay to make exceptions for, like, your absolute favorites or whatever. That's fine. I mean, as a fan, of course, you have the right to voice your opinion and cheer who you like and boo who you don't like and whatever. That's totally well and fine. But this is, like, a complete takeover of the show by the hometown crowd for the sake of the hometown competitors and it's just it, it it's it looks a little ridiculous when somebody is a poor sport deceives some his opponent blindsides them after you know calling a truce and hitting their finisher for the win and the crowd's popping for it it's like what is this <laughs> like, what, like what is going on <laughs> yeah if you were watching it like not having any idea of his links to scotland you would be somewhat confused <laughs> by uh, and if, and if by you were happening. watching this and it was the first time you'd ever seen wrestling, you would also probably be very confused. Like, why Why are wrestling fans so mean and heartless? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a good question, man. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, actually, that <laughs> is a good Particularly question. when they're on Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of the stuff. Some of the stuff, but a uh, good match, though, yeah? Are we, what, would, uh, what would be your match of the night? Well, can you? Is it even fair to not give it to the championship match? I mean, it's true. Well, yeah, yeah. I, it's yeah. I mean, it's you know. I mean, nothing against Banks and Connors. It was very good, very serviceable. A couple really fun spots d- accomplished its goal. This uh, set the second match. Andrews and Dar was very fun, high flying, tons of counters and reversals, and just uh, a really. Probably it, that was the most fun match of the night, I would say. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's Walter and Pete Dunn. What <laughs> I mean, you know, that was. I, I I think I have to say that was match of the night. Even it though was I, a, it was yeah. a great card, wasn't it? I know it was only three matches, but you know, it was Travis Banks in a solid match with Joseph Connors. Uh, you know, then at the Mark Andrews versus Nam Dar, and then uh, the uh, yeah the title match, Walter versus Pete Dunn. So we had a good. A good lineup on this yeah, show, and sprinkled in a lot of really good promos to get us yeah. excited about what's storylines progressing. Another three yeah. or four feuds, it's, it's all going on. It, Once uh, again, minus the crowd, an absolutely spectacular episode of NXT UK. Well, that seems like a wonderful place then to leave our coverage of NXT UK this week. We've flown through it this week. That's the excitement, man. It's the excitement. It really is when I when we get really excited about what's going on, we just blast through the through what's what's we happening. Do, yeah, guess. we just can't help it i'm just like i'm just going 100 miles an hour over here with my talking anyway because it just the show amped me up now i'm ready for next wednesday i just give me more give me more i'm, I'm ready for it <laughs> yeah i know i'm the same uh, i'm the same uh social media where can people find you uh, you can find me on twitter or instagram at brent fff that is three f's which are a reference to my band far from fiction we are listenable uh, to some people's opinions on um, anywhere that you can stream music. Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, Rhapsody, Napster, other things that we're on that I've never heard of. Uh, <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. findable. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like with this podcast. There's just some someone's there I've never heard of in my life, but uh, we're still getting downloads on them. Someone's using them. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Uh, thank, thank you for that, Brent. Uh, guys, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WeAreNXTUK. You can uh, visit our website, WeAreTheUniverse.online. Please, please subscribe to this podcast. Please rate us a five if you so wish. And uh, please engage with us on social media as well. I love love chatting to people each week uh, about what we've been discussing on this. I love being corrected by people on Twitter as well. (laughs) But something I've said. Uh, that's that's always fun. Uh, <laughs> quite, it's the best experience ever, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, quite informative for me with some stuff, though. So that's great. Uh, and uh, there's not a whole lot more for for me to say here, apart from we got, you know, we've got a great match next week with uh, Nina Samuels and Tony Storm. I uh, can't wait to break that one down. Can't wait to watch it. Uh, and as I said, we are dropping another show uh, this in the next day or so uh, as a preview to All Elite Wrestling's. Uh, double or nothing pay-per-view which airs this saturday night uh 1 a.m for me which is a nightmare 
so I'll be up till five. Uh, so it's gonna it's gonna kill me because uh, I I ain't built like I used to be uh, with stamina for these things. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at Carl Thomas West. Uh, we also have a we are the universe Facebook page, uh, which is just a collection of links really. Uh, so feel free to follow that if you'd like to. Uh, so Brent, unless you've got any final things to say, uh, we'll round that up. You got anything? I got nothing. I think I said everything I wanted to say during our coverage of this show. I just, He's done. I'm, He's I'm done. Just another, yeah, uh, but another great episode. I, I love doing these shows with you, Kyle. This has been it, – it's, it's so much fun every single week that I get to do this, and I'm just so uh, grateful for it. Uh, I love NXT UK, and I love sharing the passion for NXT UK and for wrestling in general with other like-minded individuals. So it's That's been, why uh, we do this awesome. show. Uh, I do, however, now feel guilty that uh, we haven't booked you for next week's show. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I feel just... like I feel like you've just done that to really, really make me feel guilty. <laughs> oh no, 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 not at all. I, I wasn't even trying to. I just, you know, I, I, we don't always get a chance to just kind of express these types of things because we exhaust ourselves with the coverage. But you know, this, this is truly. Uh, a lot of fun and something that I look forward to every single time that I get to do it. I, I know that this week it was, you know, just kind of like uh, out of necessity for a, a fill in, but I'm more than happy to do it every time. I love it. I love talking about NXT UK and uh, love talking uh, wrestling. And uh, you know, it's, it's incredible. This is, I mean, I mean, you know, we, we're, we're friends now because of this. I mean, like, yeah. you know, two people a, a, across the pond, you know uh, and, and now it's like, Oh yeah. You know, it's you know, you bring people together. We are the universe. Damn it, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to. I'm starting to think I settled on the right name. <laughs> Ultimately, I think you did. And we are the universe. You really did. You, you're gonna have to publish that list of names sometime. The old names, someday. yeah. Still one, there. One still, day. Still got it on my phone. <laughs> still, still saved. I will publish it. Uh, thank you so much, Brent, for coming on. Uh, we're we're obviously going to have you on soon as well, and probably for other other stuff we're going to do. Uh, Brent uh, will be having some of his first content published on our website uh, in the coming days. So if you're a WCW fan, keep an eye out for it. Uh, until then, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Look forward to hearing your thoughts on the shows, everyone. Uh, if you're watching All Elite Wrestling this weekend, enjoy the show. If you're watching WWE uh, over the next week, enjoy all of that too, or whatever wrestling content uh, you're taking in, because uh, we're all wrestling marks and we all just watch wrestling constantly seems to be the case uh, so again thank you for that's yeah that, that is pretty that's, much or yeah. just spent all our time recording podcasts talking about it so we don't have time to actually watch it <laughs> which uh feels, <laughs> feels like where i am right now but uh, no thank you for listening guys and we will be back uh, in just a couple of days with our next show cheers <laughs> <laughs>